Welcome to Sensible Chat. I'm Sensible Bobby. Thanks for joining me today. Last week, we talked about 529 college savings plans and how you can use them to pay for K-12 education as well. Today, we're going to talk about the 529 ABLE plans, which are designed to help disabled children and adults live better lives. Patricia Roberts is author of Route 529, A Parent's Guide to Saving for College and Career Training with 529 Plans. She's also CFO of GiftOfCollege.com. She's back with us this week to share details about the 529 ABLE plan, so let's dive right in. That acronym, A-B-L-E, stands for Achieving a Better Life Experience, and the ABLE Act was passed in 2014 for that very purpose, for individuals with disabilities to achieve a better life experience. So the ABLE Act in 2014 enabled states to create these special tax-advantaged savings and investing plans for individuals with disabilities so that they, like college savers, uh, can also save for future goals and immediate needs on a tax advantage basis. So after tax dollars, just like with 529 college savings plans, go into these accounts, but when they grow in value, they're growing tax deferred, and they're never taxed. Those earnings are never taxed as long as when the money is withdrawn, it's used for a wide range of qualified disability expenses. And we can talk in a bit about what those are. But how do you know if you qualify for a 529 ABLE plan? The criteria as it was set when the ABLE Act was passed is that the disability that the individual has must have begun before the age of 26. Now they don't have to be under the age of 26, they could be 70 years old, but they've got a disability that began before the age of 26. And they must have a disability that's substantial enough that they would qualify for SSI, so that's Supplemental Security income or SSDI, social security disability insurance. So the the type of disability must be one that would enable them to potentially be covered by SSI or SSDI. They don't need to be receiving either of those forms of assistance, but they need to have something that's serious enough that it would qualify them for that. And if they're not receiving either of those forms of assistance, but they do have a disability that began before age 26, they can have a medical certification prepared that shows that, yes, they've got something serious enough. And if they do, they can open a 529 ABLE account and begin saving for a wide range of disability-related expenses on this tax advantage basis. These accounts can be used for a broad range of expenses that help to improve the quality of an individual with disability, the quality of their life, their well-being, their health, the maintenance of their condition. And I'm looking at a list here. They include um, the costs of prevention um, and support of just overall well-being, housing and basic expenses, education, transportation, 
personal support services, oftentimes someone who is disabled needs an individual to support them either in their home or to take them when they travel. It could pay for assistive technology. It could pay for financial management, administrative services, or also for legal services associated with their disability. Um, if they have to have certain documents in, in place or things that they need a lawyer's assistance with, 529 ABLE accounts can be used for any of those purposes. It's very broad. And again, individuals could check with uh, the 529 ABLE plan or with some other resource centers to make sure they really understand exactly what the accounts can be used for. I have two resources that I like a lot. The National Association of State Treasurers has a website called nast.org and then it's slash able, A-B-L-E, backslash able, um, N-A-S-T.org, able. And then there's also the national um, able awareness. So it's A-B-L-E-N-R-C. It's the Able National Resource Center, Able National Resource Center, A-B-L-E, nrc.org has a ton of information on ABLE plans. And even at giftofcollege.com, Bobby, I showed you, we have a book on ABLE plans. Um, it's a book that I actually wrote together with the ABLE NRC people. Um, and it explains ABLE accounts and the types of purposes they can be used for. Now, the thing I didn't mention about ABLE accounts, which is really one of the most important aspects, is that individuals that are able to open them, who qualify for them, one of the best aspects is they don't count against them for needs-based benefits. So I have a brother who is developmentally disabled and we have never wanted to keep money in his name for fear it would interfere with his SSI or Medicaid um, payments because Previously, you couldn't have more than $2,000 in your name um, and still remain qualified for those benefits. So these ABLE accounts are really, for the very first time, providing a sense of financial independence to individuals who previously were not able to have that. And that's one of the best things. I think you can save up to $100,000 in the 529 ABLE without it affecting um, SSI. Um, so that's great. And individuals can put in $15,000 a year. Now, unlike the 529 plans for college, where you can contribute actually more than that, for ABLE, in order to get this legislation passed, they had to limit it to individuals with disabilities that started before 26, and they had to limit it to $15,000 a year. Because remember, these accounts are growing in value and they're not being taxed. Someday that may change. There's many people working to get that age limit up to, I believe, 46, which would be great. That gets a much broader group. And to someday get that contribution limit increased. But being able to put away $15,000 a year and to use it for all of the different things that we talked about or to save it for the future and not have it adversely impact your other benefits, state or federal benefits, I think is great. Some states also offer tax deductions for the 529 ABLE plan, so make sure to check the details for your state.
And just like the 529 College Savings Plan, friends and family can contribute to 529 ABLE plans. I think just about every ABLE plan has a mechanism for the account owner to invite others to contribute. Um, we have at giftofcollege.com a gift of independence gift card. Um, the gift of college gift card would work as well, but we have a special gift card on our website, giftofcollege.com, that could be given to an individual and they could, just like we talked about with respect to the 529 college savings account, they would link their 529 ABLE account or connect it behind the scenes and gift cards could be given to them and contribute it into their ABLE account to help them save for whatever they were saving for. So yes, friends and family can contribute, so can employers. The only issue with ABLE is there's that $15,000 a year maximum that can go in. So that's the total of all dollars that go in, can't exceed the 15,000. Where else can you find money to contribute to your 529 ABLE plans? Patricia has some great ideas. Another thing they can do is invite their employer to contribute. Employers are taking an interest in diversity, equity, and inclusion issues. And disability is certainly an issue that's top of mind for some employers. So if you were to let your employer know that you have a disa disabled child and that you're trying to save for their future, just like parents of healthy kids are saving for their futures, um, you can invite your employer to contribute as well. The other thing would be just along the lines of what we talked about with the 529 college savings plans, you know, should your child grow out of diapers or should you have, I don't want to say a windfall, but some extra money come in for some reason, whether it's a tax deduction, a tax refund, or for some other purpose that you weren't expecting, maybe an inheritance, that would be the time to tuck some money away in a 529 ABLE plan um, for the child, you know, and some families are getting some federal tax payments, you know, um, due to COVID and related issues. If there's a way that you don't need to spend all of it and you can tuck some away, that might be another approach. Or looking at your overall expenses, not to say every family can cut back in some way, but there might be something that you can get rid of that you absolutely don't need and save a little bit toward um, the 529 ABLE plan for some financial independence for the child in the long run. A big sensible thank you to Patricia Roberts for sharing all the information about 529 ABLE plans. If you or someone you love has a disability, learn more about how these plans can help achieve a better life experience, more independence, and freedom. Make sure to visit giftofcollege.com and read the flipbook for even more details. I'll put a link in the show notes for this episode at sensiblechat.com and pick up a copy of her book, Route 529, A Parent's Guide to Saving for College and Career Training with 529 Plans. If you'd like help creating a budget focused on finding money to contribute to a 529 ABLE plan, get in touch with me and let's work together. All my contact info is available at sensiblechat.com. Thanks for joining me today. Be sure to subscribe to my Rumble channel and connect with me anytime on MeWe, LinkedIn, USA.life, or Gab. Remember, a little change can add up to a lot of freedom. 
So do the math, live the life.